morning, beautifuls. This is Manarees. So today I'm very excited. I have a very special guest. I have Alex. She runs the fan site Dream VL. You may have seen her on seen them or seen her on Twitter. Um, but she's going to go ahead and introduce herself and let you know why I'm interviewing her. No, I'm just kidding. She's just gonna, <laughs> she's just going to talk about uh, her passion and take it away. Hello, so I'm Alex. Uh, I'm from Portugal and I run DreamBL. That is, initially it was supposed to be just a Portuguese fan base, but nowadays it's a mix of English and Portuguese and all the language I can put in between. And yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Twitter uh, in DreamBL underscore PT. Both socials are the same username. And yeah. <laughs> so so do you run the fan site by yourself or do you have like a team of like people that like help you manage yeah, I have a team like uh, I'm usually the one that puts the tweets and it posts on Instagram and Twitter but my team has two translators they are both Thai we have uh, three that she does the, um, the text texts, letters, posts, uh, she translates all the interviews, so she's the mastermind behind. Then we have Gepi, that some may have seen on our first interviews, it's our translator for the interviews. And then we have our special girl, that is Sarah, and she's the one behind all the digital image of the page. She does the, the um, interview edition, she does all the templates for the page, everything that is digital is with her. So yeah, we're four. Oh <laughs> right wow, now. that's a good, yeah, that's a good amount of people. So like, when you were, first of all, let's just start off with like, when did you get into BL? Um, and yeah, just when did you get into BL, like yourself, like personally? I was around... 14, 15, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I started with uh, one of the first uh, shows to have uh, a gay couple that was As the World Turns, and it was cancelled. And then I skipped to the British ones, and lately, like two or three years ago, I found the world of BL itself, like the Asian part. But yeah, since very young. I used to see a lot of BLs uh, in YouTube. Uh, people used to update just like um, the parts of the couples from the shows. Like the show wasn't uh, a BL show, but people just put the storyline and that's where I started. Maybe, maybe it can be related with, with the time I came out. So maybe that's oh. how I got <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's a long time, but I guess, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, you see, you kind of see, like, a bit of representation and you feel a bit more comfortable, you know, coming out and, you know, and just expressing yourself the way that you, you know, want and the way that you're comfortable with. Um, so, you know, so you're a fan, you know, you, you, you just watch BL and, you know, you're, you're you're, you know, you start, you know, maybe a Twitter account, you start like, you know, just tweeting. So like, how did you like decide then that you wanted to kind of take it a step further? Uh, this is actually a, a funny story because 
DreamBL started as a gift to the first person that was with me uh, because when I opened DreamBL, it was me and Jessie. She's no longer on the project, but she's a very uh, dear friend of mine. And this started because uh, we started noticing that there wasn't many uh, pages in Portugal. And she's like, well, one day I, I wish we could do that. I wish I could have like a fun page or something. And I was like, why not? Okay, like I'm, I, I don't mind uh, doing that with you. So it started just like a gift for her, like her place. Um, and then I guess I kind of fell in love with <laughs> running a, a fun page. And then I created the whole project. But yeah, it was, wasn't something like, uh, oh, I, I want to be more connected with the, the world. It was actually like she wants to do this. So uh, let's do this together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And now it's just, and now it's you and like four, like three other girls. I, I yeah. don't know. They all, yeah, uh, cooperating with the project, which is which is how I actually found you. Um, I was just, you know, tweeting, and I just kept on seeing your page pop up, and I was just like, well, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not Portuguese, but you know, I was just like oh, let's see, you know, what, you know, this page is about. And I think we started really working together uh, during My Secret, um, yeah. My Secret my Love. Secret. Yeah, yeah, for that. And that was really fun, uh, cooperating with you on a lot of different – and your, your team is really good. Like, they – like, you guys are on it. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's just amazing to me. Um, but you all are doing a good job um, over there. So – since you started the fan project, were you were you surprised that it's like that a lot of people like seem to you know follow you and seem to like you know want to know about you know your projects or or just like look to you like for like news and for like advice? Uh, how did how did that how does that make you feel? Like was that like really overwhelming? Like did you did you like process yeah. it like at all? Like, I wasn't expecting at all first uh, to have actual people following, like, every day and, like, coming for news and asking uh, recommendations and stuff. Neither I expected to uh, beat Dreamville with, like, all the knowing the, the artists and, like, reaching, reaching this step wasn't, like, anything I could ever imagine. Like, it's still nowadays I open the page, I'm like, is this real? <laughs> like, this can't be real. So uh, I think like at some point it got very, very overwhelming because we were, we launched in April, March, April and around uh, June, yes, around June, it got a lot of people and then it was when I started doing more interviews and it was very overwhelming because I was like, oh, I, I can't do this. Like I don't have um, like, I don't have profile to run a, a fan base this professional. But then I have, like, you know, you know the community. When we're about to give up, they're like, no, no, you're not going to step out from now. Now you're here, you're staying here. And I guess I have to thank a lot uh, to the girls that you know, the, our inter fan group. They kind of adopted me during You're My Sky, when You're My Sky was airing. That's when I found them. And we stick together till now. <laughs> And 
I think like it's very beautiful because I never expected to be honest. Neither I expected to have like people like you and other podcasts to actually support like not having that competition. No, like being all friends, like we are supporting each other. So yeah, it's it's surreal. Yeah, I mean for me, I think when I first started the podcast, like I was. I mean, I obviously knew that there was, like, podcasts that existed, right? Like, it's not like I didn't know that. Um, but I just had a passion, and I, you know, I had been just on Twitter by myself for about, I think I had been about a year for that point, and I was just like, well, why don't I just start one, just because, like, just, you know? <laughs> and, like, and I, I didn't really... Like, it was just kind of a thing that happened, like, during the pandemic. I was like, well, I'm not going outside, you know, and I need to do something to keep myself kind of grounded. And so I did this, not really thinking about the future or not really thinking about if it was going to take off, just kind of like, well, we'll see how it goes. Um, and I first started um, with word of honor i think that was like the one that was like really popular uh, when i started doing my podcast and i was just like reviewing that um for a bit and then it kind of like evolved into talking about like the bl community and you know issues that affect you know overall like the the bl like landscape and it just and it really surprised me too like that people actually wanted to listen to me <laughs> like i was just like oh Okay, cool. <laughs> you like me, so you like what I do. Oh, that's funny, because, like, we don't expect this. We do this because we love, but, like, having people to actually love us for what we do is, like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, and then, and I didn't, and I didn't really think about, like, oh, I'm going to, like, start competing with other, like, BL content creators. Like, I was just, like, I think that there's enough space for all of us to kind of like coexist and, you know, maybe like collaborate once in a while or, you know, just kind of like be supportive of each other because yeah. it's like, yeah, we seem like we're really big, you know, like to us, but we're really not like, you know, it's really small, you know, once you think about it and even the, the, the things that we cover, like in Thailand, like Thai BL and that community, that community is small too. So it's like, you know, we feel like there's like a, you know, that we're, that is too big, but it's actually like pretty insular and we're all pretty, yeah. I just feel like it's better to like root for each other than like root against each other, you know, because there's like no point in doing that. It's like, it doesn't matter that we all are like covering the same thing because we have uh, different ways to approach it. So it's like, let's root for each other because there's space for everyone because everyone has their a brand mark like everyone does things in a specific way so like let's just keep uh supporting each other because the, the more we support each other the more the artists will see that like oh, okay so we can do this and this and they talk with this and that so i think it's like a win-win situation because some people are like oh i i see i i win this and like oh i came from that person and you know how is the community when we are supporting each other we found like Oh, you know, like, you can go this way, you can go that way. So I think that's the part that people usually don't see uh, because I don't, I don't think that the, the fans that, like, are out of the podcast 
notice that we are actually a community that are supporting each other. Like we are rooting this as much as any other fan. They're like, oh, they have a new video. Well, they, they did a new interview. So it's like, it's special, at least most of it. Of course, there's like downsides. We know that it's not a perfect yeah, world. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah, and those can get ugly. But you know, for the most part, I think I feel that we, we that we all like SBL like content creators. I think we all do want the best for each other. Um, yeah. Because like I feel like if like one person succeeds or one like you know YouTube channel, um, then you know we can help those we can help everybody else you know succeed. I mean I don't know that's just how I feel about it. Um, I do not like fan wars especially like it's just I, I just I think it takes away from you know, just a lot of things. And a lot of the times fan wars don't really accomplish anything. Like, they never accomplish anything. Like, they're just kind of divisive. I, yeah, I, there's parts of the, the the world of BL that I just put myself aside. It's like, it's not that I don't know that I exist, but I prefer to not, like, have a seat on that show. So it's like, no, better not. Because, like... Uh, it's not that I'm all peace and love, but fighting online is not like, it doesn't help anyone, it doesn't help the fans, it doesn't help the artists, nor the company, so yeah. I, I, I'm also like you, like fan words, like that. No, it's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. So actually I wanted to talk to you about uh, your most recent interviews, because I think you have had a couple under your belt. Um, I know that you haven't um, posted them as of yet, so you, you may not want to give too many spoilers away, but like, who is your favorite uh, idol to interview? <laughs> it's the one that is yet to, <laughs> to come out. Uh, like, until now, um, like, the most chilled interview I did was, was with Boats. Okay, like, it was the mm -hmm. most chilled one. Because... He's like, it's like super peaceful, but the the best, it's not the best, but like the interview I love the most to do was with poor and youth because mm -hmm. uh, I knew a bit more about poor, but like youth, I just knew as a fan, like just what came out to the, the public and talking with him was like, I was impressed. I was like chin dropped in the end of the interview because he's like, he talked about so many things that usually um, the artists try to not get into. And I was like, okay, so it's it's one of the most delicate interviews I'm about to wear. Because, like, yeah, it, it, oh. it's such issues. Yeah, because we talked about the um, relationship between uh, artists and fans and the boundaries there are, isn't or is. Okay, like, uh, and also he talked about the um, lack of LGBT rights. So it was special. Uh, it's delicate because we know that these issues uh, are complicated and sensible, but it was like the best. Also because we had a lot of um, unexpected uh, problems, like all, almost every one of us in that interview had internet connections problems so uh it was like 
<laughs> I, I thought that we will never be able to uh, end that interview. Because when I uh, stopped recording it, I was like, okay, let's see how much I can say from this. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, it was like the, the interview, I have a special spot in my heart. Mm. And I think like the first one is always special because there's a first, right. they are the first people to rely on us. And my first interview was with Momo Ice and Onda from my cuisine mm -hmm. and it was totally unexpected because I was a, just to uh, interview Momo like just her and ended up interviewing the three of them uh, and they were actually very supportive because at that time I think I had like a hundred followers not even that I don't think that I, I had like many and they trust us like fully trust us and yeah, it was the most special, but uh, I can't wait people to see interview with poor Amit because it's something else. <laughs> it's... I'm, I'm, I'm really excited now. Like I knew that you were going to interview them, but like, I'm really hyped up for it now. Uh, yeah, I don't think like people realize like what it actually takes to get interviews because um, it's, it's a lot of logistics that goes into you know, trying to figure out like their schedules, you know, yeah. and like prepping questions and, you know, making sure like you set the correct time because, you know, we're all in different time zones. Yeah. And so that you have to like think about too. And then like the internet issues, right? Because it's like, I remember when I was doing my interview with like Earth and Odin and, and Fluke, um, Fluke was in the car. Like, like, he was like, he was driving. I was just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, and he was like, he was like, oh no, no, it's okay because like there's like heavy traffic in Bangkok. I'm like, but okay. And I was like, but cars, like they, they move, you know, it's not like, <laughs> oh my God. It was like, it was so stressful for me because. I just wanted to make sure that he was safe, one, like, that was, like, my priority, and then, like, two, he was also having, like, connectivity issues, yeah. um, so, like, <laughs> so, like, at one point, you know, you're asking questions, and then sometimes they could just, like, black out on you, like, they just, like, pop right out of, like, the interview, and you're, like, yeah, well, like now, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like now, now what? You know, now what am I supposed to do? And so it's like, okay, well, I have to fill this space until they come back. Yeah, that happened with me with this review with poor and mute. Because poor, like, I had to cut off one of the questions because it was uh, impossible to uh, understand. Like, I know what he said, and I uh, and there's another answer that is like cut off, but I will put the the caption so it's it's bearable, but like there was one that was impossible because it was cutting second by second. Like it was so, so bad, the, the internet connection. And at some point he had to change devices. And then it was Jamie that went out and I was like, okay. And even like uh, with this all coming in and coming out of the, the stream, 
the the final project was with um noise like background noise that i had to do like noise reducer but still the audio is not as great as the other ones but i was like i don't care i gotta air this anyway because like <laughs> it's broken, but but yeah sometimes like uh, there's so many stuff we have to think and to prepare and like there's unexpected things that happen that people don't actually uh, have an idea like they just see the full interview after like hours of work behind it so yeah you know it's just yeah definitely because it does take a lot to you know one sit down like it's not just and then you just edit it and just making sure that it's like that it's as good as can be you know and you make sure that you're not misrepresenting anybody and you're like you know giving like you know the fun and like the serious at the same time and just you know trying to kind of get it all together so that it makes sense so when people watch it they're like oh that was interesting and have it be entertaining like that's another thing like i think people don't realize it's like as like you know content creators it's just like yes we're interviewing these artists and, and the focus is on them but also like we also have to be on you know like we can't we can't like miss a beat you know, because then it's like, oh, well, you know, that interview was bad. Like, then, you know, you'll get your comments, like, we like, oh, like, what were you doing? You know, like, it, it's a very stressful time, I think. Yeah, like, that, you said something that's very uh, important that people don't realize sometimes is that when we are about to interview an actor, especially, especially if that actor was interviewed before, we have all that pressure, like we know, we saw the before, and we have in our heads, like, I can't do this, I can't repeat that, I can't ask this, this can't go this way, and we're like, okay, we have to follow this and just like try to not go out. Because you know how interviews are, especially when are pre-recorded, like we tend to just go away and then the, when we are editing it's like okay this cannot this cannot this cannot like this is out so yeah there's there's a lot of things we have to understand and also like uh our special uh, expressions like i tend to look like i'm uh, an interested when i'm recording because i i have the computer and i have yeah. the phone so when i'm doing the interview i'm always like looking down but it's not that i'm just zooming out no i am actually looking at the guests but as i have like the camera here and the guests here it's like it seems always that i'm like just okay just speak there like i don't even care so we have a lot of uh like also because we know that the fans are going to analyze everything so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, so, actually, when you, um, let's just kind of keep on uh, the topic of um, getting the interviews. Like, what was your, how did I put this? So, when you're trying to get the interviews, were you nervous about the process? Like, what kind of, like, helped you kind of get over that? Um, initial kind of like fear of contact and you know just kind of general fear of like well what if it doesn't work out like what if they say no like you know how do you kind of process those emotions I think I had like a, a 
an inverse process because like on the first time I like the first inv invites I was pretty chill because like for me that was so unreal like I never expected to get a yes so I was like oh let me like if others do I can do too so let me just try and I never expected but after the first one uh, I think like the, the nervous and like the pressure and the this the need to get the invites right started to uh, wait on me and that's when I uh, hired three because I was like I can I have to do the invites in Thai and I'm not Thai so I can do that and I think after the first it's not like I never had a no but you know how the the things work we don't have have no's we just don't have any answer it's like people don't actually say no people just don't answer I just you. don't like, they reply. Just, <laughs> they leave and they're like, yeah, thank you, but move on because I'm not going to answer you. So uh, after that, uh, the first time, like I was almost getting an interview and out of the blue, someone like st stopped uh, answering. And I think that's when my um, confidence was like crushed. I was like, okay. Right. So... Uh, this may not go right as I actually planned it and from that one I started to feel very nervous because like sometimes uh, the time to answer like you know how it is like we make an invitation like in January and people answer you like in March or April so when they answer you are like you're just not expecting anymore to do that interview it's like yeah that is uh on the draw like kept and sometimes when I'm very nervous and when I'm like I want to send this invitation but maybe I shouldn't I go to my best friend like and usually I'm like oh I I, I, I think I want to um, send this invitation she's like do it they, they they won't reply if they're not interested so like do it because like yeah there, there's always like that uh, 50% of chance to but um, I think I'm more nervous when they answer that when they don't yeah because when they answer it's when it starts to get real like you have to send the scripts you have to think all the days you have to uh, to see if the translator is available or not so that's when like before any interview and some of the people that follow me on like my personal uh, page, they they see like the BTS from the the recordings, and they see that like the, no matter how many interviews I do, the minutes before an interview, I'm a wreck. I'm like nervous. My English is like like breaking. My Portuguese is not working either. So <laughs> yeah, like sometimes and. Many people that speak Portuguese uh, notice that um, that in the middle of the interviews, I tend to put words that are very, very similar to English. So an English speaker won't notice, but Portuguese one will notice that I'm not actually speaking English anymore. I'm just switching back and forth. So uh, I don't know. Like I think that some people with the process, they start to lose that uh, nervous. But I don't. I'm always like, 
I'm always overthinking everything and always like trying to get it right, especially if I'm trying to get an interview with someone that is very loved by my followers or the people that follow the page. I'm like, I have to do this right. So, yeah, I don't know how to deal with nervousness, okay? So <laughs> I'm not the best person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is pretty nerve-wracking. Um, when you actually do get the yes, because it's like so unexpected, like, and you're like, oh, oh no, like now I have to actually do the thing. Like now I actually have to, um, you know, <laughs> uh, it's like, even now, like, I mean, I don't, even like with other content creators that I interview, it's still kind of like, oh, well now they said yes. And now I have to like, be cool about it. You know, it's like, it is still nerve wracking. It doesn't matter like who you interview. Like, it's just like, it's just like that whole like, oh, like now I'm asking these questions. Like what, like what's too personal? Like what, like, you know, like what is appropriate? You know, just yeah. kind of like along those lines. Cause you don't want to ask anything that's like gonna make your guests uncomfortable, you know? Like, exactly. you want people, hmm? yeah. I like think you that's want the... people to feel comfortable with you, like to feel like yeah. they're not talking to you like an interviewer, they're talking to a friend who's just happened to ask them these like specific questions, um, you know? So that's my kind of, the way I look at it. It's like, I want people to feel comfortable with and to like, you know, yes, I'm asking you these questions, but like, let's just kind of have a conversation and, you know, yeah. see where that goes. Cause like when I interviewed the cast for My Secret Love, like I had questions, like I prepared questions and they were like very straightforward, but like the things that they said outside of those questions were just like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, yeah, like I know. that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I was like, but I was like so happy because that 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 meant that they were comfortable with me. That meant that they, you know, weren't like you know hiding parts of their personality. You know, like that they really were just talking to me like I was like a friend. You know, um, yeah, and that well, felt really good. That's something like I always worry too. And like in our first interview, um, I love to work with my partner, like with Sarah, because we have um, sorry, we have a different uh, point of views from the like when we are watching the the interview. Of course, I'm biased because it's me who did the interview. So. Um, I'm biased, but she watches us as like a, a person from outside. She always tries to be impartial. And I think I remember that was like, um, they were very comfortable with us, but there was this uh, question that one of them seemed to be, in her opinion, she said like, uh, someone who watches this can think that they are not very comfortable. Like may not, may just be like they are tired, but it can give the wrong uh, impression. So we just cut off and we're like, let's just play safe. Cause um, 
whether because before any interview, and probably you do the same, before any interview, we have to send the script. So they always know what they're going to answer. It's not anything mm -hmm. surprises. People may think it's no surprise. The only surprise, surprise that may be, may be like the fans' questions sometimes. Um, sorry, just give me a sec. I'm worse than, okay, I'm back. I'm worse than poor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, also too, like people, yeah, oh, go, go ahead with your point. Uh, I was saying that um, people think that sometimes we like just, it's just asking and answering, but no, they, they are fully aware because we have to present that. We can just go there like, so let me surprise you with something you may not want to answer. No, they just play safe. <laughs> but even that, like, uh, I think that's why I love the interview I did with Poor and Yiz, because that's the, the interview I feel that the guests were more comfortable in. Because I had, I had Poor eating and drinking throughout the whole interview. He was, he was so chilled. He was so comfortable. I was like, okay, this is what I want people to be like. I want them to talk to be like okay i'm here but i'm talking with a friend uh and that's my always my my fear too that the fear that we may ask something that although they have the script uh, my fear is that when we are asking the things may not be interpreted in the best way and there's mm. that, that awkward problem i never had that thankfully but that's a fear we, i have like because it's it can happen. We see before. We saw before in many other interviews. Like sometimes asking something that we meant to ask in a way, but they got in another, and that's where the disconnection between interview and guest goes out. So yeah, and even when I interview um, other fellow podcasters, because we it's not uh, aired yet. It will be the last interview uh, of the year. But I interviewed the love podcast girls they were very uh like they were amazing with me but that was also my uh problem I was like okay i'm used to interview artists but interviewing other podcasters is the same like the nervousness is there we're like uh how do we do this like i asked them if they were interested and they said yes and i was like okay so now <laughs> what do i do i wasn't expecting that so I think that's the, the fear that all of us have. Anyone that interviews anyone, whether it's an artist, a director, a fellow podcaster, is the the fear of making people uncomfortable. Because that's where the trust breaks. That's where yeah. the, the relationship gets uh, awkward. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally get that. Because it's like, even when I asked you, I was in not... I didn't expect you to say yes. Like, I was just, like, asking because, like, I know that we had a good relationship. Or what I felt was we had a good relationship. We had worked yeah. together for, you know, during the, My Secret Love. And, like, you know, I felt, you know, like I wanted to interview you because I had seen that you had done interviews with, like, you know, a couple of artists. And I was like, well, how interesting that she just kind of is doing this, like, you know, out of, love for, like she has so much passion and I like talking to people that are passionate about what they do 
Um, and so, like, I was, like, really happy that you said yes because I was like, yay. <laughs> but, the, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, well, now it's like, now I don't want to make her uncomfortable. You know, like, now I'm just like, now it's like I want to, like, harbor a good relationship, you know, yeah. like, as friends, but also as, like, maybe colleagues, you know, to, to collaborate, you know, in future things, you know. So it's always really important to me to, like, maintain that, trust and to maintain that you know level of comfort because like if you don't then it's like okay well thank you and like never hear from you again you know it's kind of like that kind of I know that. yeah <laughs> but like yeah. when you when I had like your invitation I was like oh that's like I felt so um like so happy because I wasn't expecting anything like I never expected anyone to be interested, like, in talking with me. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And especially because, as you said, we had collaborated before, not only throughout the spaces, but uh, with the projects to, the, to the, the guests, like the full support and the gifts, the birthday gifts. So uh, it was like, it is very special when we had this opportunity to, like, be friends, be colleagues, and, like, yeah. So yeah, I'm very happy to be here. So thank you for that. Oh no, thank you. Thank you. All right. So now we got all that out of the way. Uh, now it's time for the fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> currently, currently, what is what are what BLs are you watching right now? And, right now, which one's uh, your favorite? I am watching Ghost Host was House. Uh, I'm watching more The Eclipse. <laughs> I know that I'm watching way more. Uh, I started another one that I'm forgetting the name. Right now, I'm forgetting the name, but I know the name of the characters. That is the main character is sure. I'm forgetting the name. So oh, Hollywood. Rock and Rock. Uh, exactly. Rock and rock. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also watching um there's another one yeah but i'm forgetting <laughs> i don't know like almost all the bls that are airing right now in gaga Ulala, i'm watching them <laughs> so that's, like, the ones i'm focused more uh, in is uh the eclipse and ghost host ghost house because like yeah i was waiting for that one <laughs> to wear yeah, I'm watching the eclipse, um, and I'm a bit addicted to it. Like, I don't understand like the hold it has on me because I <laughs> have just been making like TikTok edits, like <laughs> just video edits of like, oh, it's so bad. Like, I think they, oh my god, it's, it's like, really like, story, like huh? I wasn't expecting to like it that much, but like. It's something special. That series has something special that's like has us on chokehold. I, I think it's like one um I definitely am a fan of like Kauta and and first. Like um I really enjoyed them like on different on their their different series and so like I was excited that they were gonna be like in um like in the series together. And then I was really a fan of, like, Neo 
um, even like to um, his like debut, I guess, in um, your because you're my boy, um, or like you're my tea. Like there's like ten different names for that. There's ten names for that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like I was like following him since like then, you know. And so like and then like that they were all in it together, and it's just like the acting is so good. You know, and the way that they bring in the emotions. And I honestly was not expecting Neo to be, a, like, serious. Like, I mean, because I've seen him in, like, comedic roles. And, like, you know, he's really funny. And he is really funny. But, like, the way that he's playing Khan is, like, it was just, like, so unexpected. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is so good. And I think it also kind of goes into a lot of, like, the themes in like society, even though it is a high school show, it's really about like the school is kind of like an allegory. It's like kind of like stand in for like the government or, you know, for any entity that's like, you know, trying to control people. Yeah. And I think that it's really showing you a way that, and the, the students are like the society. They're the ones that are kind of being oppressed and like not having their rights heard. And there's a group of students who are trying to fight against the system, you know, and there's always going to be people. And the perfects kind of represent the people that are like want to stay in the system and like don't see an issue with it and are just kind of like trying to reap the benefits of still staying in that system. Um, but, you know, that may be a bit serious for this conversation. But, you know, it's like, but, it, but it's like that. It's special because it's talking about things that needs to be talked about. And I like that. Like, I'm always uh, keen on the series that talk about, like, the things that no one wants to address to. So, yeah, that's why I think it's very special, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that's, like, part of the reason, because it is talking about things that need to be talked about, um, you know, and they are, you know, it, it's just it's just really special. Like, that show is, like, that's why yeah. I, I do, that's why I do so many edits. Um, <laughs> um, let's see, the other BLs that I'm watching, I kind of, like, low-key like they don't get a lot of attention but i am watching ghost uh i actually am reacting to uh ghost house it's amazing ghost, ghost, ghost house huh that's amazing that's <laughs> yeah it is really good and like i think it's well it's not from a big company so i i think that's another reason why people aren't really like paying attention to it um but it's it's surprisingly good for like a series that was built like on a like on a like Instagram like platform. Um, exactly. <laughs> right. It's just like it was. So, this is so surprising, and the fact that they're um, going into the reason I think like the ghost ghost house ghost host is really is good or is going to be good is because like yes, like they, there's like this romantic pairing. But it's also about family drama. Like, yeah. there's a whole family that even though they're ghosts, and even though you don't, like, have too many glimpses, like, into their life, like, before they were ghosts, you know that there was, like, problems, you know? And so, yeah. like, 
just watching that kind of unfold and like watching them all interact, have to interact with each other now because they're all ghosts is like really interesting. Um, and like, plus like the leads are super adorable. Like, oh my God. And they like liked each other from the first episode. So it's like, what more do y'all people want? You know, there's no like, <laughs> like um even like who was uh going through the process like the the key days with them uh the chemistry and the friendship between the four uh main boys it's like it's beautiful they are so cute like and they're uh, very humble in real life so like when you know when the actors are good people we tend to get more close to the characters and when they are like on the big screen when it finally starts they're like okay so i'm all in and yeah i think it's it's a very good story and it's, and it's different like we need different uh backgrounds we need different themes like we need to go out from the university <laughs> so that's why like, i'm keen on this and Especially because um, I for totally forgot that Todd was in another BL before um, that I prefer to know that. Uh, I forgot because let's just say that that BL is not on my uh, list of faves. Okay, it's like uh, I'm like super curious though. Like no, I don't know which one it is. He was on, Todd was on um, Love Area. He was on, one, uh, especially on the second season, he was, oh. at, yeah, he was that character, that oh, character. Now I remember, oh my God, I can't believe I told <laughs> you. know, like, uh, I saw, like, it was the most difficult uh, show to uh, finish. And <laughs> oh, I'm I hear that for sure. Yeah, like, uh, and then I was like, I don't know, I was doing a research of in the cast because I know uh, a lot about Guide and Brooke, but I didn't know much about uh, Todd and Boy. And when I was going through the drama list, and I was like, oh, he wasn't level level. I was like, what? He was where? <laughs> and then he was like one of the main. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm I'm very happy that he has like a good role in this one. Like he deserves this role in this one because <laughs> that was very painful. Oh my god, yeah. That love area, love area two, was yeah <laughs> was something like, that we will never be able to describe because like I just I cannot. Like, there's, like, no, like, I was, because, you know, I really loved season one. Like, I was just, like, yeah, like, this is, like, this is the jam. Like, I am enjoying this. And so I was excited for season two. And then I was just, like, okay. When people, when people ask me, like, is it worth it to watch? I always say that, like, this show will always go on my list for the show that makes a Valentine's special episode and breaks all the, the couples. I've never seen that before. 
Because, like, you have a whole talk of Valentine's, like, Valentine's Day, a whole episode for that. And then after the episode, when episode ends, there's no couples surviving. I'm like, what was the point on this? <laughs> like, why? I was just, yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit shocked. I was like, um, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely, just to bring it back, um, I'm definitely uh, excited about uh, Ghost Host. Um, and I'm looking forward to the episodes um, because they're really good so far. Um, I mean, granted, it's only been two episodes, but like those two episodes are really strong. <laughs> like they're not, you know, they, they, came out, they came out really like with like, with just like, damn, okay. Um, the other one that I'm watching is another, so I'm reacting to like two series. So I'm reacting to, well, I'm, but like the new ones that I picked up. So one was Ghost House, and then the other one is uh, Big Dragon. <laughs> I haven't started that one, but I actually was like, I promise everyone that I will start tomorrow or Monday uh, at most. Because, yeah, I was waiting for that one, too. So, tell me, is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> well, as somebody who's, like, extremely biased, because um, I'm reacting to it on my YouTube channel, um, you know, it's... <laughs> it's special, yeah. It is special to me, um, because, like... I actually started following Moz and Bank like when they were doing like their um, vacation vlog, like yeah. they uh, and I just thought their chemistry was like, oh my god, like you know, they were so like cute, like they would bicker and they would fight, but they like really like enjoyed each other's company, obviously, because like and they just and yeah, and they were just you know cute and like it's like okay. And so when I found out they were going to be in Big Dragon, I was like, let's go. Like, let's do this. Um, I I don't read the novels because I know, like, it was a novel before it got into the in, – before it became adapted. But I don't read them. So, like, I'm coming with, at this with, like, fresh, like, eyes. Um, so, but I would say – that the first episode was really strong. Now, I would also, like, with the caveat, like, it's not, it's, it's, uh, let's see, how can I put this? <laughs> um, it is strong. Like, it is, like, and there's a scene in there where you're just, like, there's a couple scenes where you're just, like, why would you do that? Um, okay. <laughs> Um, but I think overall, I think it's a really strong start. Um, I will, there is a trigger warning in there for, you know, some questionable yeah. behavior. Um, but if you know, if you can kind of like deal with that, um, then yeah. I would give it a go. Yeah. I, I think, like, I, I always like want to tell people, like, when I recommend something, it's like, yeah, like I can, I have no problem like recommending things to people, but just like be aware of like some of the things because it's like 
things can trigger people differently. So it's just yeah. like, you just want to make sure that you're aware of like what your triggers are and like, exactly. if you know that that's going to be in there, then maybe just kind of like fast forward through those parts. Yes. Um, that's, that's the reason like everyone is like uh, very excited with Lita 11 year and I'm not watching and everyone keeps asking me why it's like do you, you don't like the story it's not that i don't like it's that it has this one of the triggers i can uh, deal with uh, like if it's very very uh, focused on like if, if you brush it off on the on the storyline maybe i can watch it but if, it, if it's like the main issue i can't and that's why i tell people like uh, sometimes uh, shows can be very good and amazing but if you have a trigger you have first to award to warn people like if this is triggering if it's not triggering for you it can be for other people and i think i, I like when content creators like you and uh, other fellows do the trigger warning because like we know that some things may not trigger us but it can trigger someone in a very badly way so it's like it's like watch it's amazing because it's like not the whole series is that but be aware because this may have like a reaction on you that so yeah i will try to watch big dragon <laughs> but if i if it's like not uh yeah because like when i can't watch i have people that can and they do the reviews for the series that I can, so I have the the fun base updated. So yeah, because there's a lot of um, shows that I can't watch, especially because they focus on that uh, matter. Let's just say, yeah. Uh, but it's it's difficult, but at the same time, I I do feel glad that people are talking about it in a serious way. Okay, like it's good to have. Uh, BLs talking about these issues, like, but in a series, like, not like it used to be, like, in 2010, there was just, like, yeah, world yeah. but now, nowadays, it's, like, uh, I think that's why the BLs are being so good nowadays, because they are, like, not afraid of, like, I'm going to talk about this, and the consequences of this and that, so, yeah. Uh, now I'm curious about Big Dragon. I have to watch that. <laughs> um, I have to watch that. Yeah. I I mean I think like the era of BLs now is very different from where it started. Um, honestly, because you know I actually didn't start watching like real like I didn't really start watching BL until like in, like during the pandemic is like when I actually found like BL like um. You know, I was using reading what um, I was reading Yaoi. I was like, you know, kind of like in the anime space, like not really like. And then I just found like, and then I just started watching Traps, and then I was like, and then that was it. Like that was over. Um, <laughs> and I went back to watch a lot of BLs, like from like 2014, um, all the way, you know, to like I got caught up, and I was just like. Why did I want to watch this? Because there was a lot of things where I was just like, does it get better? Like somebody tells me that it, somebody needs to tell me that it gets better, you know, because it's like, mm. but I think like now, 
um, these kinds of like LGBTQ issues are getting more of a focus. Like it's not just a joke anymore. Like it's not just yeah. something that can be like brushed off as like for comedic value. Um, you know, it is becoming like a real, like real issues, you know, more series are talking about gender equality, more series are talking about marriage equality, you know, and even in places like even in series that you wouldn't think that they would like, I remember when I was watching Cutie Pie, and they started talking about marriage equality, and people were like, well, this is not a serious show. I'm like, but does that matter? <laughs> like, does that matter if it's not a serious show? Like, their, exactly. their whole, like, the whole, like, synopsis of the show is they're in an arranged marriage in a country that doesn't allow them to get married. Like, and they're not going to talk about that? Like, how would that even make sense, you know? Yeah. And they did talk about it. And it was a very, like, and they did it really well, um, you know. And I was very impressed. I was just like oh, wow, you know, they're actually talking about this. Like, if they're not just, like, pretending that it doesn't exist. Um, exactly. So that really made me happy. Um, and I think that, like, a lot of the shows now are kind of taking that into consideration. And even, like, and even just the new generation of actors, you know, like, even the ones that are, like, just starting now are definitely more open than they had been in the past. And that's yeah. a nice, that's a nice change, um, you know, because it's it's nice to hear them openly, you know, kind of say like, yes, marriage equality. Like it's nice when I see like mix, you know, do like these long posts like about marriage yeah. equality, you know, because it's important to the community, you know. And I think that it should be kind of like something that is just there, like you know, that just kind of happens. Uh, you know, um, but I, I really, I, um, I think that nowadays the artists, um, and we all know that, that uh, before when the BL started to be like the industry of BL, they were doing this for the money, and we had to know, we know that, but nowadays yeah. they, they like, they support, and they generally support, like, uh, I know a few um actors that are very new in the, the market and they um, are all uh, straight uh, but the, the way that they support is like it's so beautiful and they are very like very cautious and always trying to educate themselves so it's as you said this new generation is like so much open that makes uh, even more listen to be to watch the BLs and to watch them because we know that they are not doing this against their will let's just say <laughs> like they are embracing the character and they are trying to educate themselves so uh, it's a new step it's a new step right. between us so yeah so actually this is a this goes into something that is important because uh, there was like um, a question that was posed like on Twitter about the difference between BL and LGBTQA plus media and like what was so different about BL versus like queer media and people gave a lot of opinions as they usually want to do um, say you know like saying like oh like well BL is more just like 
for fan service and like queer media is like, you know, real. And I'm like, how, but, <laughs> but, but for me, like, but like this, this is my opinion, of course, like, it's not that different. I mean, like, it's just, it's in the tent for me. Like it's, yes, like BL, I guess, so most of the time it's like rom-com and it's like very like fantasy like this is a world that we want to live in you know eventually like this is like the like this is what would be cool like if everybody was just okay with themselves and like people could just be gay and you know like who they like without having any like repercussions or having to worry about family pressures and then like queer media like you know in your name like your name engraved her in or um you know, there's another movie, like A Distant Place, you know, those types of movies that kind of show, like, the reality of what it is, right? Um, but I think that they're both very important um, to have. And I don't think, I think especially, like, BL now, and BL still gets, like, this, like, negative connotation thrown into it when, like, oh, the show is, like, oh, it's just BL. I'm, like, but like, are you really watching like the show? Like, are you really paying attention? Or are you just being dismissive because you don't think it's serious enough for you? Like, I, I, I just want to know, like, I just want to know, like, your like take on that. Yeah, like, I think that um, the main issue is that people see uh, BL as uh, a content that is made for. Um, obsessed people <laughs> that like to uh, fetishize like two men together and it's not that it may like okay we know that there's people like that but BL is not that anymore there there was a huge evolution from the beginning of it but I think that the main difference is that BL is an industry itself it's not just the world it's, it's an industry uh, and Queer content and queer media is more, um, I think we focus more on the, as they, as people say, like the real things, because they see us more uh, as a content to address to the things that are happening right now or their shows that have some sort of uh, queer couple. Uh, but it's obvious that BL is queer. So... At, at some point, at some point, they they connect, they connect because uh, most people yes have that negative uh, idea of BL. So if you say it's a BL, people won't watch. But if you say it's like it's a, a show that has a queer couple or, ha or has queer content, people will watch watch that. So um, and we have one of the the movies I love the most that is ABL, but also can be considered as queer media, is Goodbye, Goodbye Mother, that is on Gaga Ulala. And it talks exactly about everything from the BL, like the romantic part of the BL that we love, but also all the issues of the different cultures and not being accepted and like being gay, where in an environment that is not friendly for gay people. So I think that people separate BL and queer media because BL is an industry that moves more and attracts more people and has a specific market. But without this, 
without this, we wouldn't have so many queer content nowadays. Because I think that um, BL is opening doors everywhere. So I don't know. I think like, yeah, they, they may not be the same, but they connect. So you can actually say that one thing is real, one is not, because there's a fine line between them. There's a fine line. So I don't know, because uh, even myself, that I started Dream BL, it's not Dream BL anymore. It's like BL and all the queer content I can put in <laughs> it. So uh, I think that eventually it connects. But yeah, unfortunately, BL uh, world is still viewed a bit negative. Uh, because we still are like cleaning all the past, but I think that like in five years, seven years from now, it won't be this like this. I think it will be actually, uh, it will have a very positive view on it. So I'm just waiting for those years to come. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we all want those years. <laughs> At least I do. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. We've been here about an hour. Um, I know y'all, we're very busy, so I did want to just thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to do this uh, with me. It's been really fun. Um, and any else you, anything you want to say before we go? No, I just want to thank you. <laughs> it was amazing. It was an, uh, uh, an amazing talk, and um, yeah. And I also like, the only thing I want to say is that um, this is a community. I think that this interview represents like what is the community and that I wish that uh, this keeps going on. And I also hope to work with you more times in the future because like I love to work with you. So yeah, I just want to thank you. <laughs> and my name and the name of the team, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I want to, like, hopefully we can work together in the future. Uh, I would definitely enjoy that. Any collaboration, let's, let's do it. Um, but, yeah, so, guys, that was the interview. I hope y'all learned something. I hope y'all got entertained um, a bit. Um, and, yeah, we will see you all later. Bye. Ya llegaron mis vecinas.